Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino this afternoon in the studio. Now, don't you forget, there are so many good places in Mississippi for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And if you are joining us over at supertalk.fm or streaming us live on Supertalk TV, you'll see I'm not alone in the studio today, which is always a lot of fun. Joining me today is Miss Lacey Elkins. She is from Tupelo, but she is also a national clinical Outreach uh, with National Clinical Outreach with Summit Behavioral Center, and she's here today to celebrate her recovery story. So, welcome, Lacey. Thank you, Rebecca. Well, I love that there's so many people. I know that the, you know, the, um, I guess the community, the recovery community in Mississippi is small, but it's growing and it networks well. And so we have so many friends that have interlapped, whether it's Miss Ruth Ann Rigby, who we actually had here yesterday on Good Things, or Miss Christina Dent, who we just recently uh, met. And so your name came up um, that way. And so I love it whenever we get these good and positive stories and also those that have the courage to come out and share their recovery story, because we love to celebrate that um, here on Good Things. So I'm going to let you take the lead, Miss Lacey. You start us off where you would like uh, with your story, and we'll see where it goes. Awesome. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, you know, like Rebecca said, I grew up in Tupelo, Mississippi, um, and I had a wonderful childhood. I had a great family, um, but trauma struck, you know, and I lost my father when I was 13 to a tragic motorcycle accident. And so when that happened to me, you know, my life changed forever. And the adolescent brain, you know, cannot process trauma like you and I can, you know. And so my outlet to dealing with the pain and suffering that I was in as an adolescent was um, using substances. You know, and it started out like most, you know, teenagers. It started out um, drinking and, you know, uh, other light substances that are now legal in a lot of states. But uh, for an addict like myself, you know, I took that a little too far. And so I went to a few different adolescent treatment facilities um, throughout high school and things like that. And it didn't stick with me. You know, I did not want to stop using the substances long enough to heal because it was better to stay numb. And so this continued on um, for a long time. And I moved to New Orleans um I guess I was about 19 when I moved to New Orleans and, you know, because Mississippi was, that was the problem. <laughs> you know, it was never me. It was, you know, where I lived or the friends that I hung out with. And so I was like, let me do a geographical change. And so I moved to New Orleans and I lived there for a long time. Um, but while I was there, you know, my addiction grew and it got worse how old were you about this time, Lacey, that you finally moved to New Orleans? Nineteen. 
I was 19. So this has been about six years of you trying to not only just grow into a young adult and adolescence and all that, but also compounded with, you know, struggling with, you know, the way that you chose to cope with an unfortunate situation. Yeah, absolutely. And um, And 19 in New Orleans is tough anyway. Listen, I thought I was doing great. <laughs> I thought I was doing great. <laughs> and I don't mean that disrespectfully, no. but yeah, but I was, you know, you think of all the places you might could go to separate yourself from the things that maybe are enticing you. And New Orleans and Las Vegas are two places I probably wouldn't choose uh, to move. But but you did. But that is part of your journey. That's yeah. part of your story. So how did things wind up in New Orleans? What You know, that's kind of... As a young adult, I really started to notice my depression then, you know, because I was transitioning from being an adolescent to a young adult, and we developed more self-awareness, you know, about ourselves, about, you know, society and the people around us, and I, I started to realize that I've been struggling with depression, and again, using, you know, drugs and alcohol to cope with how I felt, um, and so it got really bad there. And I just continued to cope with, you know, what I knew to be my survival kit. And at that time, it was drugs and alcohol. And I did that for a long time until, you know, several overdoses later. Um, I was like, okay, <laughs> New Orleans has chewed me up and spit me out. I've been here for four years. Like, let me move home, and, and maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do better when I move home. And that's back to Tupelo. Yeah. And so I moved home. The problem is that, you know, and you have to understand addiction to know really what I'm about to say. You know, New Orleans and the ports, you know, you have you have more drugs, obviously, you know, but the quality of the drugs are a little bit better as well versus, you know, northeastern Mississippi where, you know, we don't have any ports. You know, yes, we have trains and stuff, but how did the drugs get to where you are? Well, it passes through a lot of people, which leads to contamination, you know, which leads to not, not you know, good quality of illegal substances, which... You know, saying that it sounds, you know, kind of barbaric in a way, but to an addict, you know, it, it is important because you, you never know what you're using. And so while I was in New Orleans, I was fortunate um, to know my surroundings, you know, know what I was using, and I had access to harm reduction programs. Um, and so when I moved back to Tupelo, I no longer had those things. You know, I had no idea what drugs I was getting. Uh, I no longer had access to harm reduction sites. Which, by your definition, those harm reduction sites were just, like, what did they, were they counseling? Was it just community resources? It's community resources. So most harm reduction sites um, offer what they call syringe exchange programs or clean using kits. And and basically what that is, you can also get tested for different diseases that you may have contracted either, you know, via substances or just the lifestyle that you live. Um, And so they just, they're they're a community resource, mostly made up up of volunteers that really just care about helping someone. Safe spaces. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, so you move back home and you sort of lost that network of safe spaces yeah. and understanding. So what happened when you got to Tupelo? So when I got back to Tupelo, you know, my, my addiction didn't say, okay, we're, we're in a different city and state. We'll, we'll calm down now. That's not how addiction works. And so when I got back to um, Tupelo, it, 
it stayed the same, um, only I didn't have access anymore. And so what happened to me was, I guess, three or four months after moving back, I got really sick. And um, they don't teach you this stuff in DARE, and I think they should. Not that it, it would have prevented me from, from using, um, but I developed what's called infective endocarditis which is a heart infection, a bacterial heart infection, usually in one of your valves of your heart. Um, and so after a few different hospital trips, uh, my mom, you know, finally took me to a Baptist hospital in Oxford, Mississippi, and uh, they knew immediately uh, what it was. And so the next thing I knew, I was airlifted to Memphis because they didn't have the team there uh, at that Baptist to really help me. Um, and so I went to um Baptist on Walnut Grove Road in Memphis uh, to have a team of doctors and nurses to care for me. Um, And I stayed there for almost 12 weeks, like 11 and a half weeks. Um, In the ICU the whole time, I nearly died. Um, Was that the turning point for you, Lacey? Yes. Yes. And I'll never forget, you know, I went through a lot in that hospital, and that changed me forever because that's dramatic in itself. Um, but I remember my cardiologist looking at me very, you know, he just looked at me like it was the last thing he was ever going to say to me. And, and I felt it. And he said, Lacey, if you go back to using once you leave here, you're going to get this again and you will not bank it this time. And that stuck with me. And, and <laughs> it put the fear of God in me. I, I, I felt, you know, his honesty when he told me that. And so I went to treatment again. Uh, this time as an adult, and I went to treatment again, and I listened. And, you know, I didn't want to be there. And so when I'm working with clients today, and they're like, I don't want to be here, you know, I've already heard this before. I'm like, that's fine, but I don't want you to die. You know, so so you need to go, and you need to listen, and you keep, you know, keep processing the information until it sticks, because that's what happened to me. And eventually it stuck. And here you are celebrating your recovery with us on good things. You've now turned your life completely around to where you're helping and reaching out to others. And I think these so, these conversations are so important because often you hear about the bad or you would just be a statistic while you were within your active addiction. But you're a person. Not only are you a person, you're a mom. And you have a story that's continuing in such a good way. And we're going to have more with Lacey Elkins coming up next. Jackson! 
Get rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle during our model year clearance at Mazda of Jackson. All the 2021s must go, and we're giving you amazing savings on every last one of them. Get 0.9% financing for 36 months on all new Mazdas. That's 0.9% on every new Mazda in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Mazda purchase. You can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Is your credit history scary? Our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. <laughs> Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, no matter how creepy it is. So get to Mazda of Jackson today, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. I-55 French Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. With a single handshake, John Ravenstein buys millions in diamonds. And that's the buying power it takes to be Mississippi's direct diamond importer. You see, we sell so many diamonds, the finest diamond cutters from around the world come to us. He's got the million dollar handshake. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein. That's why here at Juniker Jewelry, you'll shop from ten times the loose diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. Because finding just the right diamond at the right price. The perfect diamond for her is what Juniker Jewelry is all about. Best of all, we guarantee the lowest price in the state. We even have 12 months interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So when you're ready, we're ready at Mississippi's Direct Diamond Importer. And I want to shake your hand. And make her the happiest girl in the world. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's Direct Diamond Importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison and Juniker Jewelry. Eggs make the holidays complete and are one of the most versatile ingredients for holiday celebrations. Great food makes great memories. And the Mississippi Egg Marketing Board wants to help you plan ahead so you can enjoy the holidays too. How about some delicious bacon and cheddar deviled eggs for your holiday party? Holiday morning buffet, ham and cheese breakfast casserole, creamy French toast, and quiche Lorraine. Your guests will be impressed. For more info on delicious holiday recipes, visit Incredible Egg. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi, plenty of events and unique places to visit. Just go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. Don't forget there's several ways that you can watch good things. You can watch us on your computer or your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku and Amazon Fire devices as well as YouTube, but you can catch Super Talk TV too live on Ceasefire TV. We are channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. If you are tuned in over at uh, supertalk.fm, you'll see again, I am not alone. I'm continuing our conversation here with 
Miss Lacey Elkins. She is from Tupelo. She is with national. She's a national clinical outreach uh, or in national clinical outreach with Summit Behavioral Center. You work in Mississippi, Alabama. Where else did you say, Lacey? Tennessee and the Panhandle of Florida. Which I believe here on uh, Good Things, part of the the conversation about addiction and all the problems that surround it is you also need to be celebrating recovery. And we had someone text in. Obviously, we're going to keep you anonymous. Um, but I think they brought up a good point because we, you know, I talk about how brave you are and courageous for sharing your story. And you are. I think anyone listening would agree with that. But there is a level of being anonymous. That's why they call it, you know, alcohol's anonymous for one, where you having that safe space where you don't think people are going to talk or sort of go out and share is super important. So how do you find the balance, Lacey, with keeping that where it belongs in terms of your your spiritual connection with your community and, and, you know, your sobriety there, but then also showing people through your story that recovery is possible? Yeah, so usually in 12-step groups, you know, uh, regardless of, you know, which anonymous program it is, you know, it's attraction rather than promotion and maintaining, you know, personal anonymity um, is very important. It's it's some of the principles in uh, any 12-step group. And, you know, when you're in a, in a meeting, you know, you're anonymous and everybody else there is anonymous too to um, protect them and their job or, or whatever, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so I always respect those principles uh, given the room that I'm in Um, but I always tell people I'm not anonymous you know everywhere else you know everybody in my life today um, you know I'm very open about my struggles and my past and then what I'm doing today and I'm open and and I talk a lot about that because I want people to know that there's hope that if I can change anyone can and you know it it doesn't matter you know a lot of people think um my trauma is not as bad as so-and-so's and i'm here to tell you that's not true you know everybody's trauma is valid and i hear them and i just want people to know that there there is a way out there is hope and and i can help you you know if you will let me you know i always tell people i don't i don't need people to say you know okay i'm ready to go get some help today I want people to come to me when they're when they're hopeless, you know, when they're tired, when, you know, they, they've given up trying to figure out how to successfully use um, or they're tired of having that crippling depression where they can't have, you know, a quality of life that anybody would want. Um, that's where I come in. Like, I will help you. And that's what I do with Summit. You know, we we have 25 facilities. We do adolescents. We do adults. We do mental health. We do substance abuse um, treatment. And there's really no barriers um, with what we do at Summit where we we really can't help someone. And that, that for me, you know, the wrongdoings that I had in my past and my addiction, I get to give back today. And I get to help families and I get to help, you know, therapists with their clients or doctors with their patients, you know, get them help. And I always say, you know, it's finding freedom. And so if you are struggling, you know, what what are you struggling with? You know, is it, you know, being unhappy? Is it having so much anxiety you can't have a social life? Is it, you know, you you can't not drink every day because you'll start, you know, having shakes? You know, is it opiate addiction? You know, where you have to use substances just to feel normal? 
Like whatever it is that's keeping you from being free, that's where I want to be a small part of someone's journey and get them to where they need to go. And sometimes you need, and I've said this before, see it to believe it. And that's in so many different avenues or areas of life, but particularly in recovery, it's really hard for someone who's been struggling with something to just look at the cookie cutter example of success who hasn't walked the same path and then be able to say, well, I've already, you know, I've already, you know, ruined that path. I can't be that. But to see an example of someone who has struggled in the same, you know, sort of vein as them, but come out and recreate, rebuild. I mean, you've got five years, two babies and a completely new career under your belt. Lacey, that has to be not only expiring to those that are maybe still in active addiction or wrestling with a family member, but it's expiring, inspiring to the rest of us, too, who may can also say, look, you know, we can take um, our life to the next level if we want to. You you said something during the break here on Good Things I wrote down and you said, I'm not in the business of changing a closed mind. And I thought, wow, that's profound, (laughs) because in the realm of recovery, particularly here in Mississippi, as much as I love us, we can we can fight change. We can have closed minds. We can be very stick in the mud about certain things and the way we handle things. I think that's changing, but you don't see that as your purpose in life, do you? No, I, and I've tried. I've tried barking up that tree before, and what happened was I got my feelings hurt. <laughs> and I took it personal when people, you know, basically told me, you know, no, I don't want to either work with you or you're wrong, and, you know, this is what addiction looks like, and they're horrible people, and, you know, they're, they they would use, you know, very derogatory terms, um, you know, to describe addiction. And I'm like, this is the face of an addict. And I always tell people that that do have a closed mind, you know, yes, I'm a mother today. Yes, I went and got an education. You know, I have a beautiful career today. You know, I, I'm I volunteer at, at home, you know, on the weekends and stuff like that for different um, things in my community, helping hands being for one. Um, so, you know, no, that whole stigma and with addiction and mental health, you know, those that are stuck in that stigma mainly because society and, and too, uh, generational. You know, we grow up in the South. um, You know, I'll give you an example. You know, some men are like, you know, no, we can't cry. You're not going to cry. You're a man. And that's just so false. That's, That's not true. And it's the same thing with addiction. You know, I think society plays such a huge stigma on addiction and, and what an addict looks like that they have no idea what what an addict can really do if they get into recovery. And so when I encounter someone that is super close-minded, I'm not in the business. I mean, that's really not my place. That is not what I'm here to do. Um, we can have a conversation, um, but I'm not going to work harder in that conversation to, you know, discuss topics that maybe you have no room to open your mind up a little bit about. Because it's going to take a little bit of open-mindedness for us to help those of our loved ones who have found themselves, you know, spiraling or still living. And, you know, and and there's a lot that still hold hope. You have to hold hope. You know, sometimes you have to hold that hope for them in their own spaces before they can sort of rise up to that. You mentioned your mom. Um, Lacey was the one that had to take you to Memphis. What, What does she feel like being, you know, five years of your sobriety with two grandbabies and not giving up on you? 
Man, you know, and my mom is is your typical Southern mom, you know, Sunday school teacher at at a small Baptist church in Tupelo, and I'll say she's my biggest hero. She never left my side. Um, You know, she did not agree with my addiction, and she had, you know, her boundaries, but when push come to shove and, you know, almost 12 weeks in a hospital bed, she never left my side. Literally did not leave that hospital. Um, and today she always tells me, and I share this with mothers that I work with, getting their children um, into treatment. You know, I share with them that I say, you know, my mom has always told me every Christmas and every birthday or, or in every Mother's Day since then, no matter what, you know, I could buy my mother uh, materialistically. She always looks at me and says, your recovery is the best gift you could ever give me. And she doesn't lay awake at night anymore, you know, checking the jail roster to see if I had finally went to jail or, you know, if, if I'm not answering, she's not on the phone with hospitals, you know, trying to see if I had finally died. And so she tells me all the time, you know, how proud of me she is. And, and then she also, there's these Facebook groups <laughs> um, of other mothers um, that have addic- addicted children and she gets on there and she like gives people hope and you know lets them know like hey I can relate to you but my children did turn their life around there is hope don't give up and she's just she's a little angel <laughs> well if, if you inspired someone today Lacey like I know I know you have um, and they may not come out and have the courage to share their story just yet but uh, I know that at least you've sowed that seed of possibility where can they go and maybe if you really have struck a chord with them is there a way they can reach you Yes, yeah, so I, I'm not fancy. I have my cell phone. They can call me anytime. My phone number is 662-401-1909. Uh, or they can email me, and it's just my first dot last name at summitbhc.com. All righty. Well, thank you again for your courage, for sharing your story. Congratulations. Thank you. And you're welcome back anytime. But you guys stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next. your glass needs called Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. No drip 
roofing and construction. Online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, no drip roofing and construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well-child checkups to after-hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better faster. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Push the limits of what's possible in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. With a bold exterior and premium interior, Outlander reimagines the SUV. Rule the road with Mitsubishi's super all-wheel control and wireless smartphone technology. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today and get up to 3500 over book value for your trade. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. Super all-wheel control is an available feature on all trim levels. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 12-13-21. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The woman accused of trying to hire a hitman through the dark web to kill her husband may have had a second target, a female. That came out in testimony yesterday. Jessica Sledge of Tallahatchie allegedly paid someone $10,000 in Bitcoin to murder her husband. Her bond has been denied. When former Governor Phil Bryant appointed Chad White to the position of state auditor, he was looking for someone that would stay in the job for a while. He did not want me to jump into this job and then turn around two years later and run for Congress or something like that. White says there is a downside to the job. You end up seeing a lot of problems in government, just to be honest. You see a lot of misspending. You see money that could be spent a good bit better. My power as state auditor stops at showing the public how that money is spent and then stops at holding individuals accountable if they happen to break some sort of law when they're spending. I'm Kelly Bennett. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. remind you there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you so go to visit Mississippi.org to find out more and before you turn the channel there's a reason that we are playing Christmas music for you today because we have joining us here on Good Things Miss Katie Hornsby she is with the Mississippi Department of Transportation and they are putting a call out for your holiday snarky messages or I guess clever might be a better way to say it to put on their signs that we all see going up and down the highway so Welcome, Katie. Hi, thank you so much for having me. The Christmas music really got me uh, excited for this season. Well, I'll, you'll have to thank Rhino for that because he said, well, since there's a picture of Santa up over at supertalk.fm right now with you, um, then we should give it a little Christmas music because this is what you are looking for. Y'all are looking for some clever messaging to go up on the ever so popular, um, uh, I think they're called DMS boards. But let's go back to that. So for those that are like, what are they talking about? Where is MDOT putting all their clever messages? Yeah, so um, it's our campaign. This is our, I believe, third year to do it. Um, It's the 12 days of Christmas. And so basically what that is is we are going to, for the 12 days leading up to Christmas, we're going to put clever traffic safety messages up that revolve around Christmas, and they are going to go on our DMS boards, uh, digital message uh, signs, and those are on um, state highways throughout uh, the state of Mississippi, and they um, are just ways to remind people of safe driving uh, tips and uh, and rules and different things like that. But um, this contest kind of puts a clever spin on it to um, engage the public and uh, remind them of safe driving, but also in a fun and clever way. Well, safe driving is also should be of all public interest anyway, right? <laughs> like, and then too, I think we have all just really gravitated towards what y'all are trying to do there at MDOT. I mean, it's gotten even national recognition over some of your clever messages that go on these boards. And for me, who have to, who has to drive the highway every day back and forth to work, it's usually a bright light just to see something funny or clever or even even snarky. I'll, I'll throw that word back out there because it just makes you giggle. But then it also reminds you, too, of some of the sa- the parts that are so safe. I think, was it two years ago, Katie, that y'all went really kind of viral with the cousin Eddie says Twitter is put your phone down. Twitter is full. Was that the one that really sparked maybe everyone's popularity with what you were doing? 
That was a really big one. A lot of people took to it. They thought it was funny. They thought it was clever. And so um, anytime we get positive feedback like that from the public, you know, we try to do more of that because we want to engage the public because an engaged public is a safe public. So um, I think I think you're right. I think that was probably the start of it. And then um, right around quarantine time, we did the uh, Baby Yoda message board, and that one really caught fire, too. That wasn't a Christmas one, but... That one also caught fire as well and uh, went viral. And so, um, you know, people seem to really respond well to it. They seem to have fun with it. And so that's why we keep doing uh, different versions of, you know, we have a DMS contest. We have 12 Days of Christmas. So we're just looking for different ways to, again, engage the public and um, have fun, but also remind people the importance of safe driving. But there's also like a little bit of rules to it, not like in terms of, of course, it has to be family friendly messaging and there has to be safety (laughs) involved with it and driving. But the way that the DMS readers sort of work, I mean, there's it's kind of like Twitter. You have so many characters or so many lines that you can kind of get in. I mean, it's one thing to have a clever message, but if it doesn't fit, then it's not going to work. So what are sort of the parameters is the word I was looking for there, Katie? What are the parameters for the message yeah so um just like you were saying there's certain you know quote-unquote rules to follow um so parameters like you said so basically the signs can only accommodate three lines and 21 characters per line and that's including spaces um people um cannot include hashtags phone numbers um or website addresses and unfortunately no emojis um so just keep it simple keep it to three lines 21 characters per line again that includes faces and um sometimes you have to get a little little bit more clever with it um but uh, a lot of people make it work and uh, a lot of times they come up with something even more clever by trying to fit it into those parameters so um just abide by those uh, rules, and uh, you might see your message up on one of our boards. So, okay, so if we've got that. It's three lines, 21 characters, including spaces, no hashtags, no emojis, obviously. Nothing that would inc- encourage you to use your cell phone while driving, phone numbers, websites, anything like that. Um, okay, if we've got a great idea, Katie, where do we send it to? And when do we yeah, send it by? Yeah, so... Um, Send it, I think, I believe we'll choose um, at the beginning of December. I think we'll have everything locked down. Um, so, and up until then, you can visit our social media pages at Mississippi DOT on Facebook and Twitter. And we have different posts, and you just can comment on there uh, your idea. We're doing it a little different this year. Sometimes we would, uh, last year we made people submit them, but this year we're just doing it on Facebook and Twitter, and it seems to be a lot easier. We're getting a a tremendous amount of feedback on it, which is awesome. So we encourage more people to do that. But, uh, again, just follow us at, at Mississippi DOT on Facebook and Twitter and um, submit your ideas there. So if I send you, like, the best one ever, we had someone uh, actually text in our C Spire text line here. Katie says, buckle up. I don't know if it'll fit, but buckle up if you don't want to be run over by a reindeer. That was Moses. So oh, if he texted you that or tweeted you that, then would you all tweet back and respond to let them know, or would they just have to sort of keep their eye out and see if they made it um, in one of the 12 spots before Christmas? Uh, you have to keep an eye out for it. Um we might be able to send a message or, or tag them um, if, if they respond on Twitter or via Facebook. I'll, I'll double-check with our social media team and see how they're planning on doing it. But 
um, definitely look out for it. So that's the surefire way to know that yours has been selected. Well, if I know mine had been selected and it was on day six of the 12, you better believe I would tell all my friends to take a ride that day and go see my cleverness out on uh, out on the highway. But this is not my area of, uh, of skill. So I'm always in awe of what people can come up with in small amounts of space, but yet still get that impactful message across with a little bit of humor. So it's definitely something here on Good Things we will be uh, looking out for, for sure, Katie. But you and your whole team there at MDOT and the social media campaign, I think y'all are doing a great job uh, continuing with the with the messaging and making us all smile as we drive our highways here. Well, thank you so much, and it's so good to hear that these messages are well-received. And, you know, we do a lot of it. Um, our team comes up with a lot of messages, but also we have to thank the public, too, because um, they contribute just as much and give us great ideas, and um, we thank them as much as um, as much as we can. So we really appreciate that. All righty. Well, y'all get out there, get creative, get your juices flowing. You've got three lines, 21 characters a line. That includes spaces, no hashtags or phone numbers. And then just tweet or Facebook um, MDOT. That's Mississippi spelled out, right? And then it's D-O-T. Is that correct? Yep, that is correct. Either way. And then, you know what? Be nice and, and say good things sent you. We'd love to know. We would celebrate you here if you get selected in uh, in the top 12 for the 12 days of Christmas. So we'll have to keep an eye out on that, too, Katie. Yep, that sounds great. Thank you so much. All righty. Pretty cool. All righty. And the one that's up is even Santa has to buckle up in Mississippi because it's the law. And you have to say, man, they're doing such a good, a good job at being creative on the fly, which I'm sure there's a lot of work that goes uh, into that. And But you do. You, you drive by and you're like, wow. Someone actually thought about that and put it up on the little signs. And you think, what a good use of space on those signs, which those signs always then are used for to let you know of real traffic concerns or things that you need to be alerted of. But it's just dead space, if nothing else. So then why not put up something clever that keeps your attention to what's uh, important? Speaking of attention, some of you saw it last night. Did you? Didn't you? And that was the big boom or the five to ten minute fireball that went across uh, the skies here in Mississippi. And, you know, I owe an apology. I thought it was just going to be on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. But then this morning I realized that there were people statewide, even centrally located and on down, that got out at like 9.30-ish last night and saw it was the, what, was the Dragon 2 or something they called it, of SpaceX that was coming back into the atmosphere. If you've been over on the Good Things Facebook group today, our great uh, listener and pal Joe uh, Peavy, he actually videoed it for you. You can watch it, as well as there are some great um, photo photos that were taken, which is always cool because, I mean, it happens so fast. And to be able to get a photo that's that cool to me is um is pretty impressive so rhino did you remember to get out and look at all i walked around at that time but uh i just could not get a good vantage point to where i I thought i could see it so i just kind of gave up yeah it's all about two cloud spacing oh yeah you gotta have the right elevation but even if you're on a hilltop if you've got a whole bunch of 40 foot trees around you it's gonna be tough to see it it is gonna be tough to see it but again if you missed it you can definitely head on over to the good things facebook group our friend joe again did a great video of it and you can actually um see it as it goes by as well as that great photo by uh, carl is shared there as well but you stick with us we've got more for you coming up next everybody's the same everything that could define 
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 75. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 49. Increasing clouds for your Wednesday, high near 75. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. And for your Veterans Day, a 70% chance of rain, high near 71. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Upgrade your career today at Ag Up Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors. They're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From yard of the month to farm of the year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to Wag Up and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Attention. If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll. Sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. This is the closing agar market report. At the close, in cotton exchange, December cotton was up 283 to 119.38. March cotton was up 190 to 115.19. The close of the Chicago Board of Trade January soybeans were up 23 and a half to 12.12 per bushel. March soybeans were up 23 cents to 12.23 and three quarters per bushel. December corn was up three and a quarter to 554 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was up three and a quarter to 564 and a quarter per bushel. At the mercantile, December live cattle was up 10 cents to 132.20. February live cattle was down 42 to 136.70. January feeders down 50 to 159.80. March feeders down 37 to 161.02. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 199 points, 36,233. I'm Bixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Hey, y'all. Let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember, trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. Why join Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation if I'm not a farmer? Let's start with the valuable discounts on vehicles, travel, farm equipment, and much more, all of which would cover the cost of your membership. Throw in the insurance products, smarter banking, and agricultural advocacy, and the choice is clear. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. 
Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And Super Talk's on the move this Friday. The University of Mississippi School of Business is hosting its annual banking and finance symposium on Friday at the Oxford Convention Center. So the Gallo Show, Middays with Gerard and Sports Talk Mississippi will be there as the leaders of Mississippi financial industry gather in Oxford, as well as you were saying, Rhino, Game Day weekend is also the oh, yeah, weekend ESPN's in Oxford. College Game Day is going to be there Saturday, so it's going to be a madhouse. It's already a madhouse, I've heard, and it's just Tuesday. And it's just Tuesday. Well, it'll just snowball into Friday, which is also high school football around here, too, even if you're not playoffs. in Oxford. It's the playoffs, and Super Talk Mississippi has you covered. So you can catch a local game on just about every Super Talk Mississippi station. Plus, you can stream a ton of games and get up-to-the-minute scores from across the state. When you go to supertalk.fm slash high school, we do hope by now you have downloaded the Supertalk Mississippi app, which when you open it up, not only can you stream good things live from there each day, but they've got a little sports button that you can pop or pop or push or whatever, probably not thump, maybe more of just a push and get you everything you need when it comes to uh, sports. But don't forget, you have the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show at 10 p.m. on Friday night so you can get all the wrap ups that you need. Anywhere you watch or listen to Super Talk. So lots, lots going on. And there's a lot going up, too, on the Good Things Facebook group. If you are a fan of the popular show, um, what is it, American Pickers, they are going to be filming in Mississippi, and they are searching for collections to feature which that's you, Mr. Pack or Mrs. Packrat, I mean collector, which got me tickled because I posted this in the group. And then we have a family group text of my sister-in-laws and my mother-in-law. And one of my sister-in-laws screenshotted it and put it in there and said, hey, Linda, should we should we send them your address? Because my mother-in-law is notorious in the family for not letting anything go, particularly if it had anything to do with one of her lovely for children or furniture, always looking for a good find at a garage sale or antiquing. So you know who you are. We affectionately love you. But I think they're looking more for, as you've seen in the show. So if you know someone. Yeah, a big old barn full of bicycles. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yes. I mean, they might. They would probably find something about you at my my mother-in-law's house, but as much as we like to make fun of her, I don't think they could spend an hour there going through her stuff. Thank God. <laughs> but there are those that have those spots. That's why that show is made popular. Could you imagine if somebody cornered them on the show and sat them down for lemonade and sandwiches and showed them all the family albums? Well, it's because, well, if you, all that stuff is usually collected with some form of emotional attachment for the most part. Most pack rats are not just pack rats of just whatever there is a sense of that thing's worth or value and so and some of it's legit collectibles obviously some of it is that stuff you'll never use and it's never going to be functional again but you feel like it could be wedding china 
Right. And this is saying it. All those fancy plates just in case the queen comes to visit or something. She may. I will serve her a martini in nine crystal glasses in a solo cup if she comes to Mississippi (laughs) and hangs out with me. (laughs) Could you imagine? No, I can't. (laughs) She may come just knowing that I'll give her booze (laughs) since they've been taken, taken, uh, taken away from her. But I'm picking, I'm, poking fun at all the pack rats who will probably go in, but says the same girl who will keep a box just because it's a good box or a bag just because it's a good bag. So I think, at least in Mississippians, there is a innate desire to be resourceful. We just, especially if you're born and bred here, it's we're getting better about letting things go and minimalizing or cleaning out the clutter, and I think that's a good thing. But then there's also just this idea We're going to save it because it's going to have a use in the future. There are a thousand and one uses for plastic grocery bags. Right. Yes. And you sometimes you need a good box. You just or bag for whatever reason. But no matter how big the collection of plastic grocery bags it is, the pickers don't want it. No, they don't want that. I think they have they actually have stipulations of what they're looking for. Um, So if you do have any unique collections or Something of that nature. You can actually go to the Good Things Facebook group. I also tweeted it out. Uh, you can find the whole list. I think it's also on supertalk.fm. They've done a story about it as well of what they're looking for. And then you can submit to see if you will be on their their road. But the cool part is no matter what, we're going to have some Mississippians on a future season of American Pickers. Out of all the shows, some of those whatever, that would be one to kind of – be a fly on the wall at. I enjoy learning the backstories of all the things and then seeing how they can take someone else's packed up stuff and then turn it into profit. Profit. Yeah. And then you're thinking, well, why didn't I think about that? Because you're not going to do it. Just go on, let them take it. (laughs) And let us take you in to the next show. That's Sports Talk Mississippi coming up next from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will meet you right back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.